everyone i'm alexa i'm Catherine, and we're the girls behind tickets please and on today's episode we're talking about 2000s teen movies i gave you a list of a few movies to watch mm-hmm. the, the early 2000s is more my time period than yours right So what movies did you end up watching? So I ended up watching Bring It On, um, Save the Last... Amazing, iconic, classic. (laughs) Save the Last Dance, um, and Coyote Ugly. So I want to hear your picks first. All right, you're going to be disappointed, so I guess we'll just get it out the way. (laughs) Because because here's the thing. I already know what you're going to say. No, here's my here's the thing. I feel like in the spirit of the episode and then the spirit of the topic, I have to go with what I in my heart of hearts loved watching as a teen that came out in the 2000s. So Well, it, those are how I made my choices exactly. too. So that's fine. So just to spoil, any of the ones I watched for this episode were just so that I could talk about them with you. None of them made my list. If I had seen it in the proper time, Bring It On would have made the list. Because it's the perfect type that belongs on the list. I just haven't, I watched it at 26 years old. So it <laughs> didn't have the same hold. So my my first one is Freaky Friday. The remake with Lindsay Lohan and Jamie, and Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, I haven't seen the original. So sorry, guys. Don't hate me. Um, Wait, what year did it come out? Can we say the years before yeah, each sure. movie? Yeah, sure. 2003. It's so weird to me that there are movies on this list that were at least on my list that were done in 01 or 02 mm-hmm. that feel so much older than Freaky Friday, <laughs> which was done in 03. And it's funny because I guess it's because of the type of movie. Because in 2003, I was not a teen. I was I was a kid. I was. Oh, in, yeah. You were. I was years in. Old, right? I was in third grade. So I was not a teen. But I have seen that movie dozens of times at sleepovers and with friends and when we were 15 and 16 or 14. So to me, it's a teen. I mean, other than it being about a teen, it's a teen movie because I watched it when I was teen. Um, Most of the time, I kind of forget about our age difference. mm -hmm. But hearing that you were in third grade in 2003 feels like somebody just surgically removed my insights (laughs) so freaky friday first of all one of the best fictional songs in a movie when they sang ultimate at the end for Lindsay's band that was on my ipod in 2004 (laughs) okay that was Was a a shuffle it was a yes oh actually no i started with a a nano. nano a nano i had a nano my first one was white and then i got a purple one very fancy i can't even tell you what i don't even i don't even know if i've seen that whole movie it's so good it was like that was the cutoff point i was like too old for teen movies Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like just a just a two years prior i think was my cutoff i mean i had to put a Lindsay lohan movie on here because she was it when 
we when I was a teenager, we were watching a lot of Lindsay Lohan movies. So this one was my favorite, I think, of hers when that she was the star in. And I love Jamie Lee Curtis as her mom. And I I in general, I love it when actors have to play other actors. I, I like that Jamie Lee Curtis has to act like a teenager through this whole movie and and that Lindsay Lohan has to act like Jamie Lee Curtis. Chad Michael Murray makes an appointment, uh, an appointment. I don't know what's, ha- I can't talk. I try that one again. <laughs> I think his name is a little bit of a tongue twister. Also, you want to know why I can't say it? It's because um, he's in Gilmore Girls and on Gilmore Guys, they call him Chad Michael Mudface. So <laughs> it's taking everything in me not to call him Chad Michael Mudface. <laughs> Chad Michael Murray makes an appearance in the movie as the love interest of both Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan because he's he has a crush on Lindsay Lohan's character. But obviously when she's in the body of her mom, she's acting like her and he goes on a date with her. She rides on his motorcycle. It's wacky and funny and I like it. So if you chose that movie, does that mean you then did not choose Mean Girls? So I didn't because it felt elevated to me. Like Mean Girls is too good. Yeah. Like I, mean, I, yeah. Mean Girls is not of the same caliber as the rest of these teen movies. I think it's higher. I think it's a better movie. Mean Girls is in the same category as Clueless. Yes. When we do 90s teen movies, Clueless can't be on the list. (laughs) Right. Because it's it's not trashy enough. Part of what (laughs) makes a teen movie fun is that you're almost making fun of it with your friends. So it's a little bit stupid. So Mean Girls, I think, is just a great movie. (laughs) An iconic teen movie for sure. And it's on my list to mention at the end. But the reason it didn't make the list as one of mine is because it's too good. Speaking of trash. (laughs) my next one i can't wait to see your reaction the lizzie mcguire movie i haven't seen it Catherine, but i do like hillary duff when i say i have seen this movie 50 times i don't know how much of an exaggeration that even i'm not surprised i loved lizzie mcguire the tv show it was one of my favorite shows and this movie i mean she goes to rome as part of a class trip with her her BFF who has a crush on her and she has a whirlwind romance with a teen pop star and then gets to perform at the Coliseum with said teen pop star, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's a teen's dream come true. <laughs> she has a dreamy uh, crush on the pop star. His name is Paolo. He's an asshole. He's outed as an asshole in front of the world. Um, She has a kiss with her crush BFF, Gordo, that has was we were rooting for him the entire show. It was so nice. They get to have a kiss in the in the movie. Well, what's weird is that I can hear Hilary Duff in my head saying Gordo. And I don't know why, because I've never seen the movie and I've never seen the show. She does say it quite frequently. So you might have seen a clip or something. She says his name a lot. I don't really even know what else to say about it. Anyone who has seen it knows it's a classic as far as I'm concerned. I would watch it right this moment. 
<laughs> it it holds up. It's wonderful. What, uh, what year did we say this was? This was oh sorry, I didn't. It's also 2003. And then my last one is Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Oh my god, an amazing movie. An amazing movie. What year? 2005. Okay. Um I viewed this almost exclusively at sleepovers with friends. I don't think I've ever sat and watched this movie alone <laughs> in my own home. It's always been at someone else's house with a group of girls. I mean, I love that the actors in real life are really close and still friends. It brings me infinite joy that that the girls are all like really close in real life and support each other and still see each other and call each other. I love it. They're really like sisters. They're really like sisters. <laughs> I mean, e- each story is better than the next. Blake Lively prancing around whatever country she's in at soccer camp is just, I can picture her when she, when they have the slow-mo shot of her taking down her hair and she's just like whipping her long hair across the <laughs> soccer field. I just... <laughs> It, which is it the first one or the second one where Alexis Bledel's character goes to Greece? The first one. Okay. The I love that. One. Yeah. She's like sketching, <laughs> overlooking the blue water. With the forbidden romance. It's like Romeo and Juliet warring <laughs> families there. She can't date him because the, grand, movie. the grandfathers had some beef 50 years ago. <laughs> and then, of course, Amber uh, Tamblin. Tibby is her name in in the movie working at the grocery store where she meets the kid who has cancer and then America Ferreira's story with going home to her father who she really doesn't see that often and he's got a new family and a new life and she's got to deal with them getting married isn't her stepmom horrible yeah they're bitchy they're bitchy women that make her feel shitty they go I remember they go dress shopping and they and (gasps) And they put her in this horrible dress that doesn't fit her right. It sucks. Her summer is the the worst. Everyone else is having like the time of their life. And poor America Ferreira is is really going through it with her father. It's just a great movie. It really is. That's it. That's my... That's that's what I got. I can't wait to see how polar opposite all your choices are. Okay. So my first pick is one of the best movies of all time ever. And that is center stage. I haven't seen it. It came out in 2000. Okay. And the main girl who's in it, you have seen before in other stuff, but I can't even remember her name, but you've definitely seen her. Mm -hmm. Uh, In fact, let's look it up. Yeah, it is Amanda Scholl. Scholl. Does she look familiar to you? She does look familiar to me, yes. What show is she in? She's in a show that you watch. She's in... Well, she is in Pretty Little Liars, but I haven't seen that. Um, Wait, you haven't seen Pretty Little Liars? No. That seems like my reality is... (laughs) (laughs) Is shredding apart in front of my eyes. (laughs) There's no way that Alexa hasn't seen Pretty Little Liars. I've even seen a couple of seasons of it. (laughs) I haven't seen 
here's one better. I haven't seen one second of it. I've never seen a clip, never seen an episode, not a preview, nothing. I haven't seen one single second of Pretty Little Liars. All right. Oh, she was in One Tree Hill. I know her from that. That I've seen. All right. So go on center stage. So the main character's name is Jodie Sawyer, and she gets into the American Ballet Academy in New York. And that's where it takes place. It's amazing. Truly, like, I think you would love it even now. It's so good. I have I have to put it on my list. Zoe, I can't believe I forgot to tell you to watch it. Zoe Saldana is in it. She plays Eva. And also Susan May Pratt, who you probably won't know, but people my age will know because she plays the same bitchy girl in school in every like late 90s, early 2000s movie. Gotcha. And um, there's so much amazing. I I mean, amazing is in quotes, but like so much amazing ballet in it. Uh Uh-huh. And Jody falls in love with one of her instructors. And then at one point they ride, she rides in the back of his motorcycle over the bridge to one of the best Mandy Moore songs ever. I want to be with you. end dance that they perform mm-hmm. to to win the money to allow the school to stay open is just love that as a plot by the way i love <laughs> anytime there's like a competition that is hinging on the future of the school or the program and they got to win love that as a as a concept as a story plot love it What's funny is that if I'm remembering correctly, because it's been a couple of years since I've rewatched it, mm-hmm. I don't even think it's a competition. I think it's just like if they impress the grant oh. people enough, they'll give them the money or something. I don't totally <laughs> remember. Regardless. Realistically, it's not even important. The plot of the movie means nothing. I mean, we know that. Yeah. <laughs> it's As just true with many of these movies. The plot yeah. is is really secondary to whatever teen drama is unfolding <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> so in the vein of teen drama, my next pick, which I think is, I want to say is from 2002. Maybe you can double check me while I'm talking, is Crazy Beautiful. This movie stars Kirsten Dunst. 2001. Early 2000s queen, Kirsten Dunst. Okay, 2001. And Jay Hernandez. And she, her dad, I think is a senator. They're a wealthy family. She's troubled. And he does not come from a wealthy family and is on the straight and narrow and wants to go to the Naval Academy. Mm. And, you know, they're from two different two different worlds. they live two different yeah in two different worlds and they fall in love and like you know the dad doesn't approve and she has breakdowns sort of throughout the movie but she's also wild and free and uninhibited and creative and he's drawn to that and she heals him and he heals her and it's really um toxic and codependent <laughs> but when you're 17 and right watching it you think this is what true love is. This is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I'm going to get myself a Polaroid camera and start making these scrapbook collages that she makes 
and not wearing bras and (laughs) just living life as a free floating flower. And so it's great. You should watch it. (laughs) And then my third pick was really hard because there are so many movies to choose from. I was surprised because when we were talking about how many we were going to do, I, that's why I put it on you because I figured it would be difficult. And I was shocked when you said three. I was like, I actually said three because I thought it would be difficult for you. If I said four or five, I thought you would be like, I don't even know what to choose. It's always so hard to be the one that has the long list. So that's why I put it to you. So I was shocked when you (laughs) said three. I was like, wow. My third pick has to be my queen of all queens, Mandy Moore in A Walk to Remember. Eat Shane West, the guy she's in it with. Mm. But I love her in this movie. I think she's so good. I rewatched it yesterday and sobbed as though I'd never seen it. Oh, it's so sad. What can I even say about A Walk to Remember? It's so predictable. Well, actually, that's not true. Because you don't know that she's sick until like two thirds of the way into the movie. Right. But everything before and after that is predictable. I love her outfits in that movie because she's constantly in these like, lavender sweater cardigans and i just can picture i can picture what she's wearing through so much of the movie with her long straight hair and these long dresses and and thin cardigans i i can see her so vividly when they're on the porch and looking at the stars through the telescope you know what i really love about this is that i think it's a good demonstration actually for young girls that she really knows who she is and isn't willing to what's the word bend or or conform yeah. really like to- yeah she isn't willing to conform or to change who she is or mm-hmm. and actually what's cool about her character is that she's maybe like stuff that's not considered quote cool and she doesn't but she doesn't hide that She's not trying to make it that she's somebody else. Cause like a lot of times there'll be a character like her in a movie where they like doing something that's not cool, but they'll try and hide it. And then it's like a reveal that she does the play or does whatever, but she's out and open. I'm smart. I do what I do. This is what I'm doing. If you don't like it, you can kind of do your own thing. You don't have to do what I'm doing. And she also that she doesn't find her value in other people. Mm. She's really secure in herself and doesn't need other people to like her for her to know that she has value. Definitely. I think that's really cool. I think that's actually what makes people cool. It a hundred percent is a hundred percent. So many of these movies, especially in that time period Mm -hmm. gave such bad examples. Like totally of what was cool or what love should be like or whatever. And of course this movie is far from perfect as, as most of them are, but, but I do really like that about her. So those are my choices. Honorable mention to save the last dance for having the best soundtrack of the entire two thousands. That was like, my friends and I were like, I mean, it doesn't get better than this because I was six or 17 when that movie came out and so like that was all the music we Mm. listened to Mm -hmm. i uh, when i read i haven't seen save the last dance since i was i don't know probably 18 or 19 Mm -hmm. 
So rewatching it the other day, it really took me back. That's what's fun about watching these movies again, is that it does really take you back to when you saw it. And why did I still know some of the lines of the movies? I can't remember French at all. And I studied it all through college. I can say like 10 words in French, but I remember lines from a movie that's 20 years old. I started rewatching Down to You which is another Julia Stiles movie uh, that I think is from 2000 or maybe 01 mm-hmm. with Freddie Prince Jr. Ah, Have you seen a Freddie Prince Jr. movie? Probably um, not, right? I don't think so. He was more of my time. My only but, exposure uh, to Freddie Prince Jr. is the live is, action Scooby-Doo movies. <laughs> oh, I was going to say is as the husband to Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> yeah, well, he's in Sarah, he's in Scooby Doo with Sarah Mich- Michelle Geller. Those, that's my only exposure. And as the male nanny in an episode of Friends, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's a bad actor. <laughs> I've never seen him. Needless to say, the the plot of the live action Scooby Doo movie was not a a proper venue to demonstrate good acting. So I don't. Know. It's impossible. Well, you just know. wait because the list I'm going to give you to watch for when we do 90s teen movies. I'm scared. Um, one honorable mention that I had an Amanda Bynes classic. She's the man. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. Oh, my God. You have to. It's she goes to always soccer. Why is soccer involved in so many teen movies? She plays girls soccer and her um the team is being disbanded. So she poses as her brother to go to a, 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 a boys school to play soccer. She as roommates with Channing Tatum. And um, <laughs> so she's pretending she has to pretend to be her brother the whole time. She has to break up with his girlfriend for him. But yeah, it's a great movie. You, you'd love it. Did you have any others you wanted to mention besides save the last dance? Um, really? I'm glad you watched bring it on. It's important to have seen it. I loved it. I felt that way when I was watching it. All right. So I think that might do it for 2000s teen movies. (laughs) So um, if you want to send us an email about your picks or you can DM us on Instagram where tickets, please pod. And uh, our email is tickets, please podcast at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye.